Good to have you here on this Thursday, Kevin Thomas, Ben Troop. Glad you are with us here on the show. A shortened show as we had the ACC basketball tournament, Duke hanging on to beat Syracuse. You heard Miami win at the buzzer in overtime, and we'll have the nightcap of the ACC tournament coming up a little bit later tonight uh, at 6.30. We'll, we'll pick things back up. But, Ben, uh, we've had buzzer beaters, and talk about beating it at the buzzer. MLB owners gave the players a 3 p.m. deadline, or they would, for real, for real, I guess, cancel games and start moving the season back. Uh, and the players voted. And the players said, we got a good deal. We're ready for baseball. And the owners have to ratify it. It's expected they will. It's their, it's their freaking proposal. So you would think they, they would say it's all good. And once that happens, baseball is back. And we could have their, the owners are getting on a call at 6. They're voting. That's expected to be pretty quick and easy. And once that happens, free agency is up and ready to go, which means in Braves country, Sign Freddie. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys uh, took our uh, picks to the bank last year in 2021. Whoever Kevin picked this year, y'all might want to take some of those picks to the bank. Kevin called this. Kevin, you you kept saying, "All right, they they close, right? Like these numbers were not that far off." We kept saying that. Look, they gonna get them. This all started with the Apple announcement. Apple said they're going to be doing doubleheaders. And we're like, well, why would they be putting that out if they're not going to have games? Like, oh, because they're going to have them. Yeah. They're going to have games. Number two, uh, you you said there was a lot closer, which we kept looking at the, the number of the, the number of minutes or hours in which they were they were meeting, but they didn't stop meeting. Then when it said, hey, man, when you start hearing, they went all through the night trying to get this thing going, and then it happened. Breaking news, baseball is back. I give a lot of credit to the players and the owners, because look, nobody wanted to bend. No, people wanted to get what they think is a fair deal. Um, Kevin, I think you said it was four teams that didn't that, that voted against it. I mean, and one and of those the, be- uh, the executive committee voted against it. Yeah, as the well. executive committee and and the, and the and four teams. One of those teams being the Evil Empire, uh, known as the Yankees. But but no, I, that, that's the, the the team. When you when you say teams, I want to make this clear: the teams that voted against it were the players. Yes, of those teams. From yes, they, from they, those teams. Yeah, yes. yes. But I will say this, twenty what, twenty-six of the thirty teams, as far as the players, voted it in, and Kool-Aid has prevailed. I give I give everybody credit in this. When you talk when you start talking about negotiation deals, nobody wants this to happen in the public eye. Like the one thing that kind of maybe sped this thing up is uh, you know, uh social media and everything is like like, you know, every other second, breaking news, all these different things. But however they got there, they got there. And I know, uh, Kevin, I think the last thing was what, the international draft or something like that. But Which they sh- they they kind of moved off to the side. We'll yeah. run down the specifics, but go ahead. I'm sorry. But I, but I will say, look, I'm look, I'm happy I'm happy for baseball. I'm happy for baseball fans. I'm happy for baseball enthusiasts. But I will say this. For all you act like you don't love baseball people, when I'm looking at baseballers back, I'm not going to MLB.com on Twitter. I'm looking at all these people that's talking about their favorite basketball teams and the NCAA tournament. Y'all are liars. <laughs> y'all are trying to walk, act as if y'all don't look. Look, it is weird. It's weird not having baseball right now when we used to obviously getting close to the season. But it's here. Kevin, I mean, I think, uh, what, uh, training camp or whatever starts on Sunday. Um I mean, actually, I mean, as soon as they agree, you can go to spring training yeah. uh, and go back to work. But, but the mandatory report date is Sunday. So There's going to be a lot of flights coming yeah. out of Arizona because I know a lot of guys was out there. But if you are an agent and you have baseball players as your clients, you finna earn every cent come 6 o'clock. Because I guarantee you, 601, I'm going to need, I don't know, listen, I, I, I'm not putting nobody's address out there. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in Atlanta. 
There's a gentleman by the name of Freddie Freeman. Get to his crib. Make sure he make sure he uh, he's gonna be a brave in 2022. I don't want to hear no nonsense. But baseball is back. Yeah, and again, uh, a lot of back and forth about this, and the the international draft kind of pushed back. Uh, they're starting about trying to start it in 2024. I think a lot of the international players said, "Wait." We want that, but let's kind of see. Don't just say we're going to do it, and then it's not something good. Let's let's talk about it. And so at Shell, they have until uh, the 25th of July, I think, to come up with uh, some kind of workings for an international draft. If they can't, that doesn't affect what you see on the field. I think it just goes back to the status quo, and they'll figure it out uh, down the road. But you started hearing about this, and could it hold up the deal, Ben? And, and, and Ben, I know, obviously, and I'm not – Trying to paint, I don't say this in a bad way, mm-hmm. but obviously you are a pro player. A lot of people are pro player uh, in this thing. You say, hey, the owner's got billions of dollars. But you start getting down these deadlines and you're saying, well, the players don't want it. The executive committee actually voted no, uh, eight to nothing on this thing. So you say, who's the executive committee? These are the upper level player reps. These are uh, your guys that are representing the union, uh, your Tony Clarks, your guys like that. I think Max Scherzer might have been one of the voices. They all voted no, let's not take this deal. I think it's important to know that the players, by and large, said, no, we, we, we want this deal. You need mm-hmm. two-thirds of the teams to override the executive committee. The executive committee is there to support the players, yep. right? And yep. so it is weird that the executive committee said, no, let's don't do it, and the players said, j- j- just hold up a minute. No, we're going to do this. Because a lot of people are saying, when that word started leaking out, like the, the players are saying, the executive committee is saying no, normally when that happens, Ben, you don't break with what they're telling you to do, right? When the executive committee comes and goes, guys, we don't like this deal, then most of the time the players are like, all right, they don't like the deal. It's probably not a good deal. This is kind of a big deal that the mm-hmm. players said no. I don't care that you think it's bad. I mean, you step back and look at it. Players got a lot of W's here. Yeah. The, the, the major league minimum went up to 700000 which is, which is something which they really is, talked about. Which is, which is good. And at the end of this CBA, it'll be almost 800000 That's a big deal. You say, well, what's the big deal? Most guys in, in AAA baseball are making about fifty grand, maybe. So you get called up to the major leagues, all of a sudden you go from fifty grand to a pay scale of 780000 in five years. That is a huge, huge deal for a guy walking into that, the that's big what, leagues. That's, all, that's almost what? Man, I mean... I mean, that, don't, get, don't get my. I don't want to do math. That's 12, 13 seasons in one season. <laughs> that, that is a huge step up, mm-hmm. even if you're only paid at that scale for two weeks or whatever it is. That is a huge step up in, in pay scale. The pre arbitration bonus pool, which the players were hung up on, got it $50 million is what it's going to be. Keep in mind, that was zero as of the last CBA. There was no pre arbitration bonus pool. That's really going to affect just a handful of players, really. But your Ronald Acuna comes up. I'm just using him as an example, Ben. But your Ronald Acuna comes up as a rookie, plays really well. Throw him a little cheese through the bonus pool. Plays really well. Uh, he, he's not eligible for arbitration, but he's certainly playing better than his, uh, his rookie minimum contract. Gets to uh, partake in a little bit of a bonus option there uh, as well. The CBT. Starts at $230 million, goes up to $244 million. Doesn't really affect a lot of teams, mm-hmm. but it affects the teams at the top, like the Mets, who are looking to spend a bunch of money, the Yankees, who always spend, the Dodgers. Those teams will continue to spend. That's the one thing I think the players didn't push hard enough for is a floor. And you know, you had, I know the players never wanted a cap, and they probably don't want a floor to create a de facto cap, but with some of these teams, I think you need it just to get them to spend some of their money. That didn't happen. You do have the universal DH. That will happen now. 
As soon as they ratify this thing, the Braves will be in the market for a DH. Got to find one. Banning of the shifts. That will not happen until next season, so you can still shift this season. Pitch clock. That will not happen until next season. Not really a fan of that, but that won't happen until next season. All designed to speed up the game and get more offense in the game uh, by doing that. Because a pitcher to have, you know, 20 seconds to recover, think about it, and go. It's, I think, 14 seconds with nobody on base, 19 seconds with somebody on base you have, and you better be bringing the next pitch. So we will, we will see what that has in terms of an implication in, in Major League Baseball. These are all things that I think baseball were lobbying for, and we're good. Players won on a lot of these things. Minimum salary, arbitration bonus pool, DH. And you say, well, what's the, why would the players want a DH? Because a, a guy whose job is to go out there and hit, Ben, I mean, let's face it. Right now, the NL guys are having a pitcher, and then you have bench guys. Mm-hmm. Big Poppy got, play, got paid like a guy that played every day in the field just to hit. So that's a win for Major League Baseball. And you say, well, why is that? You just created 15 more jobs in the National League for guys whose sole job is to get paid like an everyday player and do nothing but hit. So you, you've raised the standard there. You've raised, there were a lot of reasons for the players to take this deal. And when you started hearing rumors of, oh, the executive committee doesn't like you going, how many dubs are we trying to get? And Ben, explain that to, to folks. Obviously, you're in a negotiation. Everybody wants to walk away feeling like, I got a dub. Whether you're owning a home, whether you're buying a car, oh, man, I got him to throw in the radio and the the floor mats for free. It don't matter if that's a big dub, but a lot of people go, I got me a dub at the end. Or, hey, I'm buying this home. The previous owners want this. I said, hey, can can you fix this? Can you throw in the washer and dryer so you don't have to take it out? I get, it's newer than mine, I get a, I get a dub. Right? That, that's what everybody wants. Players had multiple wins in this thing. Multiple wins in this thing, and you were thinking about balking on that? I, I think a lot of people would have been really upset if this thing was a no-go uh, at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I, I, I agree. And uh, for those people that are trying to make a big thing about the kind of players overriding the committee, let's let's not act as if, this, look, this committee got, got taken advantage of uh, taking advantage of a lot in uh, previous negotiations. And sometimes, when you say have the best interest of the players, well, the players are looking around. I go back to the social media thing. You're privy to a lot of information now. So just because I'm not in that room doesn't mean I don't know what's being negotiated. It's not like I don't know what's being said. And like you said, Kevin, when people go, well, why would those guys not agree to it? Like, sometimes, man, you know... Like, like you said, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose, uh, you know, the war trying to win this battle. No, I want to make sure that is every single person going to be happy with it. No, it's it's way more players than it is owners. But when you when you when you start breaking it down, if I get called up, my salary is going up dramatically, right? I went from I, they wanted to get league minimums up, they got it up. Now, as far as like you know, the CBT, I mean, you want to—that's something that's going to be, you know, maybe the, the next, the next labor negotiation. You're going to have to be able to try to fight for that. But did the bottom tier players come up? Yes, they—they're making a hundred thousand dollars more right now, like this season. That's doing it because, listen, I love Scherzer and I can appreciate, but come on, Scherzer, man, you just got a lot of money. Like you're, you're this is you're the millionaire versus the billionaire. I get you. But we're talking about the players that no one knows. We're talking about the guys who they have to play 160-some games. Like, they don't get the option to not play tonight. No, I got to play all of them. I need every check. But, yeah, well, Kevin, I think a lot I think of the it's... players too, Ben, and I heard this said, a lot of players that have been in the league are coming around saying, look, man, in 2020, we only played 60 games. I didn't get my full salary. So people were saying, well, you make 
Whatever. No, we we I played sixty games. I got a prorated sixty game salary two years ago. Last year we did get full one sixty two. Uh, we didn't play one hundred sixty two, but we got paid for it. And now you're talking about potentially already 12, 13 games down, and the owners are already saying they're not going to pay us. So I could be looking at two of the last three years not getting the salary I was signed for, the salary I was committed to, the salary I thought I was getting. And I think a lot of your players on rosters right now are saying, guys, we're, we're getting wins here. We're, 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 we're getting some, some things we wanted. Spending should go up. Money on the bottom end should go up. Now, the mid-tier guys may not work out because you didn't force a floor uh, for, com- for, for, for competitiveness. But all in all, there should be being more money spent on payrolls around baseball, which for you is a win. Uh, and, uh, uh, again, I think a lot of people are looking at some of the things you asked for. Like, you, you moved way less than the owners had to move uh, on this deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, at least publicly. At least publicly. Uh, all we can go by was what was reported and leaked out there, and certainly the owners could say this. But you publicly didn't have to move on as many issues as the owners did. That's a win. So I, I think if this thing had not got done, uh, that public sentiment would have shifted a little bit. You'd have some guys mad at players going, They're, the owners are giving you what, not 100%, but they are moving in your direction with things that you say you want. What else are they not doing? Like, what, what is it that you're, what hill are you, you know, just going to die on that we can't get this thing done? And you know the owners were going to dig in if you said no, because say, like, fellas, we do negotiations all day with you individually, with you as a league, and our other businesses, like you said, like we have come to you. Oh yeah, are, oh yeah, oh yeah. We have come to you. This is what they do. Why are what like what more are we having to do to to get this thing done? And I, I'm glad Cooler has prevailed. You get the full 162 in. It's going to start a little bit later. Get some double headers in, and you have baseball. Hopefully, labor peace for the next five seasons, which is good for baseball uh, on the whole. Ben and I, I think you start canceling more games. I think the big public PR battle they would have lost on both sides mm-hmm. would have been had this thing gone on into next week and you cancel more games. Well, that now passes the April 15th and you go, well, what's the deal there? That's the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson entering into Major League Baseball. One of the more sacred things that I think has been put into game is Jackie Robinson Day around the league. You're going to cancel that? So I, I, I think that <laughs> there was some impetus to get this thing done and I'm glad the players on the team side kind of forced this thing through. Yeah, and I and I look, I give the players a lot of credit. I mean, what people don't what people don't understand is what 25, 26 guys on 30 teams, you and you and he's trying to think about the minor leaguers, he's trying to think about guys who could, you know, as you mentioned Kevin 15 new uh job opportunities for DHs in the in the, in the National League. It's a lot of guys to 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 to, to get on one accord. The fact that it came down to quote four teams, that is a huge that is a huge win. And that doesn't look just because, just because the committee or the or the board want to do one thing and the players want to give, that doesn't mean that the board didn't do their job. That just means that look, man, like I get what I get. You guys are trying to play hardball, and and in a sense, you guys did your job to even get us to this point. But if we wanted, you know, if we wanted forty million and they give it thirty five, that's that's getting it done. If you wanted seven, they give you sixty. That's getting it done. The owners are not going to give you everything you want because that's not a negotiation. I'm not going to give you everything you want. I'm going to give you something that you can live yeah. with, something that is fair. And at the end of the day, Kevin, we talked about it. I mean, Major League Minimum went up. I mean, you you was able to get a lot of – I mean, you added, I didn't even think, you added 15 new jobs 
in the NL because of, because you know because obviously yeah. uh, Universal DA. So a lot of things got done. I think what is all said and done, if somebody go, did you get everything you want? Nope, that happens in no negotiation. I don't care what it is. Nobody's gonna get the only person to get everything they want is. is, is is you pay the sticker price? I don't want to pay the sticker price. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I just think that for the for for MLB, I think it looks like MLB right now is saying, look, we won the public reception battle from the owner side and the player side, and you know the talking point is going to be, oh, they went against the the you know the committee. I don't think that's going to be a talking point. Like I said, six o'clock today, all is well because Kevin, you know, just like I know, come tomorrow, baseball is back. No one's no one's going to care how it got back. It got back, and certainly, and there, and, and it's going to be in the news uh, for a hot minute because there's going to be a lot of things happening in the run up to get this season started, which is going to be April seventh. Uh, by the way, getting things back up and going. Oh, by the way, one thing we haven't mentioned: expanded playoffs. Uh, that did it, is it fourteen? No, but it's twelve. So you're going to have more teams vying for for playoff spots uh, here coming down the stretch. So there's that. Uh, out there as well in this season of baseball. So much to get to. If baseball's back, I'm excited. Uh, at the very least, we'll talk more about it. Love to hear from you. Uh, 912-342-7184. Hit us up on Twitter, at Pigskin Radio. We are streaming live, ESPNCoastal.com, and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Good to have you back here. Three and out on this Thursday. Baseball is back. Owners expected to ratify the CBA uh, they have a conference call coming up at 6 o'clock. So as soon as we're done with the show, uh, they are expected to uh, ratify their own agreement. I mean, they were the, this, the players agreed to the, uh, the terms of the owners put out there. So if the players said yes, there's no reason for this to hit another snag uh, from that standpoint. So a meeting at 6 o'clock, and as soon as that's in place, you can talk to guys. You can, free agency is running rampant. Uh, been because there's a lot of guys. I mean, you think about this, you go, well, why is it going to be so crazy? Well, there's a bunch of guys that have no place to play presently. In three days, spring training starts mandatorily, right, for, for people that have contracts. Spring training games start next week, and the season starts in less than a month. So you ideally would love to know where you're playing, get some time to get ready, and be ready for the regular season. So obviously here in Braves country, that means – and Ben already said that. He goes, if I'm Alex Anthopoulos and I, I have somebody that is on the pulse of them and having that vote. Come on. And if the owners vote at 605, Come on. I'm already standing outside Freddie Freeman's door. Go, hello, sir. How you doing? What do we got to do to make the? What do I have to do to put you in a baseball uniform today? Man, I'm, the, I'm doing something. I'm doing that <laughs> shit. I'm saying, hey, man, I, did, y'all, did y'all order the pizza? Man, you wasn't. No, I, I look. Coming from a guy that had to go through labor negotiations and understand how hard it is. Like, I don't think we understand how hard it is. It's not like in basketball to where, you know, LeBron and them say what they want and they get it and they go in because they're the faces of it. Baseball is becoming more about the players, Kevin. And I think you kind of – and I think the players kind of just proved that. Now, look, is it still going to be about the, about the team? It's still going to be about the Yankees and the Red Sox I, I, and the Dodgers. That'll never go away. But I think you're getting away from – the actual team, and you, you're branding certain players, and these players are knowing, look, man, if the best player in baseball doesn't even make the playoffs, like, that's the best player in it. But you got another, you got a lot of – obviously, you got a lot of guys from Latin America who are big-time players here. You don't think – you don't think – you don't think MLB want those guys the ball because now you're appealing to that demographic. So it's not like uh, the players aren't using their leverage, but they, they really show their unity. The thing about it is, when it comes to the players, players need unity. Owners want uniformity. And, and, and I say that to say this. This uniformity is they want everybody to do the same thing. Nope, 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 nope. The players are like, look, 
We're going to have to be a unified front when it comes to this thing. Fellas, let me just go ahead and put out this disclaimer. We're not going to get everything we want. We're going to get very close to it, though. What is very close? They wanted, they wanted 700, I think, at 50,000 for, you know, uh, the league minimum. They got 700. That's about that. That's about as close as you can get. Because let's face it, these owners thought they had more leverage than they did. The players had to play a little hardball. But what happened was, that all that Kevin, like you would say, all these negotiations, they be doing away from the game like Apple and all these different people they partnered <laughs> with. They were like, well, dude, y'all going to have to do something because we already putting this out to our co- You don't think Apple is selling selling to their subscribers, these doubleheaders? And like, mm-hmm. we can't be telling them one thing. So yeah. I maybe that helped as well, man. Maybe just being able to say, look, man, these owners make a lot of money away from baseball when you start talking about these TV deals. Well, yeah. if there is no I TV. The, I read the Apple deal is worth about $200 million to the league. See, so, it, so it should be divided amongst the owners for the yes. Apple uh, the Apple uh, deal. They work where every Friday they're going to have uh, two games. They're going to obviously run a doubleheader uh, yeah. of streaming uh, there on Apple TV. So uh, that that's $200 million of revenue that wasn't there before. So. You announced that you better play baseball. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Apple was like, "Look, man, we running these commercials. What we putting it out because we got to give it out to the people, and it kind of helps. It kind of helps, right, Kevin? When you like, well, dude, we're putting it out. That makes people think. Well, because I'm gonna tell you what's. I'm gonna tell you who's really these front offices, these season ticket holders. Oh my god, they they are renewing these things like crazy right now because you got baseball. So everything was at a standstill. People, it wasn't just baseball. It's the front offices. I mean, logistics. I mean, when you talk about, I mean, just merchandise. So everything was on hold. Now, oh yeah, I mean, listen, all y'all need to get back to work. Why all like, like right now because. Everything is back on. I'm super duper happy for the MLB. Yeah. I'm super duper happy for the players. I'm ecstatic for the fans because I think that fan that you was gonna lose, oh, you get you you get them back times two now. And I am kind of happy too, man, that the Braves kind of get their celebration because I mean, coming off a World Series win, they want to get their celebration. But shout out to the whole MLB man getting this thing done. Absolutely. And again, now the the focus of the Braves turns to Freddie Freeman. You say, well, that can't be the only focus. Uh, no, uh, you have some guys that you need to fill out. Uh, you have. Jorge Soler would be one that I think a lot of people would love to yes. see back. He fits the DH role uh, very nicely. Uh, obviously, something that hadn't been talked about a whole lot is you're going to get Marcelo Zuna back. And I know there's a lot that comes along with that uh, that some Braves fans aren't necessarily happy with, but I think he's going to have to play for the Braves because he makes a whole bunch of money. And I don't know that that's going to be a tradable thing uh, for the Braves to do if they did want to part ways with Marcelo Zuna. So you have that. You have some outfield spots you need to fill. Obviously, if it's not Jorge Soler, there's a DH spot that you need to fill. You're going to need to go out and find a veteran pitcher uh, in all likelihood in free agency uh, to kind of come up. You're very loaded at the minor leagues with guys who can't pitch, but again, you don't want to just fill in with rookies. So I think you probably still want to go out and find a veteran guy that can help. There are guys out there. And again, this is going to be fast and fury because, uh, furious because, again, camps can open on or mandatory open on Sunday. This meeting that happens at 6 o'clock to ratify the, uh, the CBA, if that is 100% agreed to at 6.03, at like 6.05, it's on. It oh, 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 it's going to be crazy tonight. It's the Wild West out It's going to be crazy first. tonight. And, and, Kevin, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you're going to have to – but you think about it. You think potentially about how this Braves, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you talk about the uh, guys in the outfield, how this outfield could look. I mean – we ain't even talked about Christian Pache, right? Obviously, right. you're getting Ronald Lacuna Jr. back. Obviously, you talk about Soler. I was talking about Marcel. I think what really helps Marcel, number one, is 
Listen, let's say this. No one agrees with what he got in trouble for. Let's just put that out there. But if he's going to resurrect his career, he's going to want to do it with the Braves because at least they got the front. They've been dealing with it the longest. And, Kevin, it's going to be hard to train him. That's a, that's a big contract for somebody to try to pick up. But potentially what? Pache, Solaire, Acuna, uh, obviously. Azuna, yeah, and again, you can Azuna. rotate. Uh, and, again, I don't know if Pache is going to be there or not. But there are options the Braves can have to go out and – uh, Adam Duvall, potentially. Uh, uh, Adam Duvall there as well. So you could have a pretty solid outfield, but you got to get some of these a healthy, a healthy Mike, a, a healthy Mike Soroka. Yep. This, uh, Bra- this Braves team is going to be – I mean, obviously, I will say this. Alex Anthopoulos, what he did at the trade deadline, all three of those guys contributed in a huge way. Now, that's that's not the norm, but th- it worked out. I think out of the three, Kevin, you think Solaire is probably at the yeah. – at, at the, at the, you know, out of the three, you would go with Solaire, take yeah. nothing away from Rosario and those guys yeah, as well. Nothing from Jock Peterson, nothing from Rosario, but to me, I want Jorge Solaire. Why? Because he's the boomer bust, right? He's the guy that stands in the lineup. And if, especially if you are on the fence about Freddie Freeman, whether or not he comes back, he is the guy in the lineup that you go, if you make a mistake, I mean, we saw what happened in the World Series when you made a mistake. I don't think that ball has landed yet. So he's the guy that I think strikes fear in opposing pitchers. Marcelo Zuna can be that. And if you're able to keep Freddie Freeman, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but you look at a lineup that would be Acuna, Albies, Freddie Freeman, Ozuna, Soler, and then you get to a guy who just come off of Potential MVP numbers and Austin Riley and Dan, I mean that is a I mean, the, difficult difficult lineup Dan, to Dan, navigate Dan, through. Dan Swanson, Austin Riley, Isaac, Freddie Free. That is the best Braves infield ever for the Braves, and that's taking nothing away from Braves infield. That's the best one statistically that you've ever seen. Austin Riley came. Oh my god! It's so many guys, and like you said, Kevin, you you know you warmed me over with the look, man. The Braves might not ever have the best pitching staff, even in they even in their own division. But as far as like a lineup. No one wants to deal with those guys. That's a, they want it without Acuna, man. So we talking about we talking about five or six guys that can give you twenty five homers easy. Oh my! I mean, it's, you just excited about the Braves. Alex Anthopoulos has really put this team together well. But Alex, I know you've done everything right up until this point. But you got to resign Freddie Free because. It's, I think about what it does to the organization as a whole. You just used to seeing him, and if he's not there, like how long? How long does his? Because you're not gonna look. You're not gonna replace him with one guy at first base. It's gonna have to be a group of guys to replace that type of production and consistency. But that has to be priority number one. You got to get Freddie Free back because I've seen one breaking news. I'm, I'm gonna need to see yeah. another one before I can rest a little. If easy. I'm Alex Anthopoulos, it's five thirty-five. Like I am circling the neighborhood where Freddie Freeman lives. And I am on the phone with anybody that can put me in touch with MLB ownership and be like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? Is it done yet? Like, I, I, I'm not calling the agent. I'm going right there to the house. Say, Freddie, man, come on. Yeah. What's it, it going to do? You come back, we got, we got a good chance at running it back. Let's make this thing happen. And you go, because it's, a re, it, it, it's just like football. It's a recruiting pitch. It is. Because you could say Freddie Freeman is a free agent. He, he loves Atlanta, he, so he says. He loves the Braves. And I think Braves fans obviously love him. But let's be real. Them cobwebs are going to be coming off of the Yankees' oh. pocketbook, Woo. of the Dodgers' pocketbook, potentially the Mets' pocketbook, who say, we have money. We have money to spend, and we're willing to throw it at you, Freddie. And again, the, I, I, and I, I, I saw this already, uh, Ben, so Braves fans, I'll add to your anxiety level. The players voted yes on the agreement at about 3.15. At 3.20... Bill Plasky of the L.A. Times had a column up saying why the Dodgers need to bring Freddie Freeman to California. Like, it, 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 don't think that's not going to happen for the Dodgers. Like, 
At 6.02? Don't think, uh, I know we're on West Coast time, but can we call him yet? They're going to be calling, yeah. trying to, uh, to, to get oh, this oh, thing yeah. done. Oh, so, oh, he's the best first baseman in baseball, man, and, and he's going to make anybody's team better. You just hope that I, – I would hope that the – and I know this doesn't usually work. I would hope that the camaraderie and the actual culture of, the, of, that, of this Braves team is something worth – and I'll say this, and I don't know who his agent is, but I'm pretty sure that Freddie Freeman can make that money back up in, in, in endorsement money some kind of way because – I mean, it's listen, let me say, it's not Alex Anthopoulos' fault. He can only offer so much because there's a guy by the name of Ronald Cooney Jr. There's no way he's going to he's gonna play through this 10-year deal he's on. And the way Austin Riley is playing, he's going to have to get a new deal. And if Mike Soroka could come back and be who he thought he was, hey, that's another I mean, Good problems to have. For, I think there's of good, good problems, problems yeah. to have for the Braves on the pitching side of things. Uh, nobody of significance in that bullpen is a free agent right now, so uh, I think you lose – uh, Chris Tomlin, you lose a couple of guys, but none of the key guys are there. That starting rotation looks really, really good with Ian Anderson and Max Fried. And, 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 and they go two more. Yeah, and you could, you could possibly fill in the back end with a guy like Tukey Toussaint, Tucker Davidson, who we saw. There are certain guys that you could fill in back there and go find a starting pitcher in free agency. So a lot of things to do there for the Braves, and it's going to be a fun couple of days here as free agency is going to just cut loose here hopefully in about uh, 25 minutes. we got more to come here. It's 3 and Out on the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Good to have you back here on 3 and Out. Of course, baseball is back. Free agency could be opening up here pretty soon in like the next 20 minutes for, uh, for Major League Baseball. But, Ben, it's been a wild day around the National Football League. We'll get to that in just a minute. But some breaking news in the last few minutes, and it was expected. But Georgia fired Tom Crean after they got absolutely obliterated by Vanderbilt at the SEC tournament, finished with just one SEC win. I think the the, the worst season ever by a team in SEC basketball uh, on the men's side, just one win, and Tom Crean now officially out. Yeah, and it was bad last night, Kevin. I think it was the worst first half in Georgia basketball history last night against Vanderbilt. Obviously, it was it ended up it ended, the second half wasn't any better, but you knew it was coming. You can't you can't fault Georgia for trying to bring. I mean, some type of, I don't know, like some type of relevance to a Georgia basketball program that one, I mean, football compared to basketball in Georgia, it doesn't compare. You don't even know, when you get to talking about tradition at the University of Georgia, you're, you're talking about every sport but basketball right now. But Tom Crane did all he could. I mean, like I said, does have a number one overall pick on his resume. But and I and I and Kevin, we knew what the AD was trying to do, but we also knew, well, dude, they haven't been relevant in the SEC and basketball in a long time. And while they've tried to figure it out, a lot of other teams have gotten really good, like Auburn, like Tennessee. LSU has always been teetering around, you know, a uh, subpar team. And obviously, you got, you know, my Florida Gators. I mean, they, I mean, they, they living off the past. They are not living <laughs> off the present right now. Which, you know, Mike White. I mean, I know Tom Crean just got let go. Mike White. I mean, don't. Don't be surprised. If I'm they, saying there's if a they, lot of people that think Mike White might well, not be Well, I mean, the coach no, no, no SEC titles. Uh, one, one Sweet 16 appearance. No Final Four appearances. Um, nothing to really ride home about. Um, and when you look, and, and I mentioned, you know, what Auburn is doing with Bruce Pearl, what Tennessee is doing since Bruce Pearl has left, what Kentucky is going to be Kentucky with the with the with the Blue Trip, uh, uh, McDonald's All Americans. I just think that right now, you know, a, a team like uh, Georgia, you saying to yourself, dude, how? What you can't even really say what happened to Georgia basketball because it hasn't been relevant for a long time. But at least it was semi competing in the past. I when you bring in a guy like Tom Crean, who was obviously a big name, it, they weren't able, like you say, Kevin, they weren't able to get the players in there that they wanted. 
And uh, hey, man, Tom Crean understood. He understood that the business of this thing. Even he, listen, when Tom Crean's getting fired and, and for Georgia basketball, when Georgia basketball hasn't been good for a long time, I don't know what direction they're going now. But I mean, when you look at the game, if you want to call it a game last night, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, that was a that first half was hard to watch. And like I said, they put they they really really pressed on the gas in the second half. Hey, man, Tom Crean will land on his feet because unfortunately, Kevin, after a lot of these tournaments, it's going to be. What it's gonna be? What uh, a lot of these a lot of these teams are gonna tr- gonna be trying to go in another direction. Tom Crean will land on his feet. Absolutely, but uh, six and twenty six this year. Wow! And, uh, and they is, won one SEC. They game. won one SEC wow. game and beat Alabama. Uh, so I don't. Who <laughs> was pretty good? I think Alabama was in the top. <laughs> was that the first game of the year? I, I think like I the first know. game. Wow! But, but apparently uh, Georgia can beat Alabama. I, they beat them on a football field. Beat them in basketball. But again, Tom Crean out. Now the search continues there for the uh, University of Georgia as far as their basketball situation is concerned. We'll come back. One more segment to go. Baseball is back. Heads up. It could be wild starting about 6-15 tonight around Major League Baseball. And the NFL, we've seen some movement there. Guys getting let go, just outright released. Could be wild in the NFL in the next couple of days as well. It's 3 and Out, Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Good to have you back here on 3 and Out. Baseball is back. Owners expected to ratify the CBA on a uh, call vote, a vote on a conference call at 6 o'clock. So in nine minutes from now, they will do it. Once that vote passes, which is expected to, it's full game on. Uh, camps will be, have mandatory report dates of Sunday. Free agency can start immediately. 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 Uh, so uh, as you know, as early as potentially 6.15, 6.30, we could be uh, you know, working deals and, uh, and getting on with the business of baseball at hand. So a lot to get to in the coming days as far as that's concerned. Of course, Freddie Freeman going to become priority number one for Braves fans. Try to get him re-signed and back in the fold. So we'll certainly have full coverage for you on that. But spring training games back next week. Season will start on April the 7th. But Ben, it's quietly, I say quietly because had baseball not done what they had done, there's been some some big names moving around and getting released in the National Football League as well. Listen, Kevin, I know yesterday we made it about the AFC West quarterbacks. Well, the AFC West defense just got even better. Return of the Khalil Mack. Will, I mean, right now he is being traded. Uh, the Chargers and the uh, Bears are trying to work out a trade to send Khalil Mack over to the Chargers. And for those of you who don't think how scared it is, Khalil Mack, I think he's a two-time defensive player of the year. I think he was a first-team All-Pro at both outside linebacker and uh, defensive end when he was with the Raiders. You're going to pair him with Joey Bosa on the other side. Somebody gonna have, with Derrick James in the backfield. Somebody going to have to deal with this. So <laughs> I know I know we got these quarterbacks. You, you say, you say, man, we got to be able to chase old, uh, old Russell Wilson. Russell, last name Wilson. You're going to have to deal with Khalil Mack because nothing, 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 nothing is better for an uh, older veteran than to, to realize your time is up. People say he didn't uh, boost the reputation of the Bears. You have Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> that, that's he, all also did not boost, he also did not boost the reputation. Yeah, listen, listen. And when you didn't have Mitchell Trubisky, you had Nick Foles. And when you didn't have Nick Foles, you had Andy Dalton. You're not trying to win. I don't care what you say. That's not going to boost it. But Khalil Mack gets to go back to the AFC West. This time, he's not going to be with them uh, Raiders. He's going to be with them Chargers, Bosa, Derwin James, and company. Y'all just got a beast. First name Khalil, last name Mack. He probably going to be wearing that 5-2. And he probably going to be wreaking havoc in the backfield of the AFC West. So Denver... Raiders, you know, you guys going to have to deal with this guy. I mean, week in and week out. And, uh, yeah, man, shout out to Khalil Mack, man. He back, he back out there on the West Coast. And, and uh, what, Landon Collins. Oh, my uh, goodness. Let go by the 
Washington football team. Listen, Atlanta the Collins, Commanders. Yeah, yeah, the Commanders. Atlanta Collins will land on his feet somewhere. You're going to get a, a big-time player at a discount. Haven't, haven't really had the same season he's had since he got over there with the Washington Commanders. Still a very, very productive player, but somebody will be able to get a quality uh, vet. I mean, I know I know a team in Atlanta that could definitely use a, <clears throat> a safety. They just... They just ain't got no money unless they're gonna offer him, you know, uh, you know, two packs of bubble gum and some and some and some and some waters. That's that's all they got right now. But no, Landon Collins, Khalil Mack, two uh, former All Pro players, are definitely on their feet with Khalil Mack already landing back in the AFC West this time with them LA Chargers. Absolutely. So again, a lot more to get to coming up on the Friday edition of Three and Out. But for now, baseball is back, Ben, and we could have functioning baseball within the next twenty minutes. Right, I mean, coming up at six o'clock, owners going to be on a conference call. They're going to officially vote. Once they vote to ratify it, that's it. We're we're off and running, and uh, and a lot of guys, Trevor Story, Carlos Correa, Freddie Freeman, all out there as free agents for teams to start reaching out to and and, and talking to. It's going to be wild as camps open on Sunday. So you have Friday, you have the rest of tonight, Friday, Saturday, and guys are showing up on Sunday to start working out and getting ready for the season, which is, oh, by the way, less than a month away. So teams are going to try to get that, that roster set and get as many guys in camp immediately to try to build towards that season. Alison Anthopoulos has done about as great as a job you can be when you think about what he had to take over uh, Kevin when he first got there with the, with the, with the, with the Braves. Uh, you know, went, went, to the, went, I mean, went to the brink with the Dodgers uh, in, the, in the shortened season. Came back, you know, won, 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 you know, won the World Series last year. But you're going to have to sign Freddie Freeman. Right, wrong, and different, Kevin. It, it don't supposed to be fair, right? You got to get it done. And I, and I know we were talking about Alex Anthopoulos like it's his money. I just offered him $135 million. Hopefully, they, hopefully Kevin, because Kevin, while baseball is back and we both love that, I couldn't stomach if Freddie Freeman ain't a brave this year, man, because he means too much to this franchise. And everybody's replaceable. I'm not saying it, but it's hard to replace the best uh, first baseman in baseball. It's about as consistent as consistent. And he's already given you a regular season MVP. Now he's a world season. Don't let him do all that and let him go down the road. Freddie Free, come on, man. We need you back, man. I mean, I know you're going to do his best for your family. But Alex Anthopoulos, get it done. Because right oh, now, yeah. Kevin, as you mentioned, he's parked outside in a Pizza Hut freaking uh, <laughs> you know, delivery car saying I'm about to deliver this food. Yeah. And he's going to be like, Alex, I know that's you. You want this yeah. pizza? Can we come in and talk? I, I can't talk to you until they, <laughs> they vote. After they vote, I can talk to you. Which, again, uh, once they vote and it's good, uh, free agency is fun. Also, that opens back up the trade market uh, for teams to trade. And a lot of people think that we could see a couple of trades that might have been casually agreed to before the lockout. Yeah. Within the first 15 minutes of this thing getting signed, we could have some trades finalized and pushed through and have guys swapping teams. It could be very interesting here in the next 15 or 20 minutes once we're back. But we're glad baseball is back. That means Braves baseball, which we have here for you, going to be back very, very soon and get to defend that World Series title. We're excited about that. But, again, big day for Major League Baseball. Baseball's back. Camp's officially mandatory start on Sunday. We could have a functioning league within the next 10 minutes. So keep your eye on that transaction wire, and we'll have more for you tomorrow right here. Three and out all across the Southern Pigskin Radio Network.